Listening Dog Media. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. The Offside Rule We Get It is brought to you by Continental Tyres. Ah, jingle bells. It's pod 20. It's the Offside Rule We Get It with Kate Borsay, Hayley McQueen and Lindsay Hooper. A very merry Christmas if you're listening to this before Crimbo. If not, a happy new year. Ho, ho, ho. Santa's here. Oh, yes, it's Hoop Santa. And uh, Hayley McQueen, uh, well, we were all, by the way, surrounded by presents as we're going to uh, do our gifting session later, ladies. We've, we've set ourselves a budget. We've, yeah, we've all been to the same shop, apparently. Um, but hey, Hayley's here. Feeling festive, Hayley? Very. The shop that you've been to is kind of one of our topics. It's who's not been whiter than white Ooh. and who has been whiter than white. Giving it all away, aren't I? Big plug for the shop yeah. there. Uh, this is the offside rule. We get it with Continental Tyres, getting you to the game safely. And this is the final podcast of 2015. We're back next at the beginning of January. But we know that a lot's going to happen between now and the next podcast. Three Premier League games in total. And the way that the results are going at the moment, it's anyone's guess as to who will be in what position. We'll talk more about that in just a moment when I ask you for your Christmas turkey, ladies, and your Christmas cracker over this festive period. We're going to play a bit of secret banter as well. Not Santa. Oh, no. Let's use our favourite term in football. Uh, Secret banter. Um, Three football people each to buy for. You're allowed three things. We've got to guess who you're purchasing for. So uh, we'll have to see what's in Santa's sack a little bit later on for that one. And uh, 2015's Naughty and Nice list. I want some nominations, please. Who you're going to put on the naughty list and who you're going to put on the nice list after this footballing year of 2015. So plenty of stuff to come. Um, Before we get stuck in, ladies, let's get festive. And uh, I'm going to ask you quickly for one of your favourite Christmas memories. Let's take ourselves back to times gone past. Maybe there's a maybe there's a special memory that you'd like to share with our audience. I remember getting ice skating Barbie and that was an exclusive toy that particular year that my uncle Jack bought that he didn't actually buy. My parents used to buy his presents for us every year. Was Was Uncle Jack a drinker? Uh, He was actually and a gambler. So he had no money and he didn't have a clue what was going on in life. He had no teeth. It used to take him six hours to eat his Christmas dinner. Yeah. Chewy turkey. Yeah. And he, he was my great uncle, so it was my grandmother's mm. brother. And, of course, Christmas mornings in our house, Dad wasn't there because he was off mm. playing football, he was training, he would disappear on, on Christmas Day night, and my mum had three young kids, so we'd be just running riot, as you can imagine. I remember meeting Santa for the first time. I told him his voice smelt. Your voice smells, Santa. Not his breath. What, of whiskey? Not his breath, his voice, yeah. It wasn't Uncle Jack, was it? No. And I played an angel in the nativity play. I found the pictures the other day when I was home, and I remember that as well. You can imagine Haley as an angel, can't you, Lindsay? Still am. Yeah, right. Uh, Favourite Christmas memory for you, Hoops? It would have to be just the family Christmas and also my nan and granddad made Christmas for me mm. because my nan was the one that got me my very own sack. Now, this this <laughs> sack, <laughs> full of presents, uh, this sack um, 
it lasted. I think I had it the, the original one for 20 years. Whoa. And my nan used to fill it up each year. And every time I'd think she's got to run out of ideas of mm. what to get me, like lots of little surprises. And every year she came up trumps and she loved it. I think she just loved seeing my face. And even when I got past 21, she still did it. Um, so that and also we used to play card games. My, my granddad also loved dominoes. So I always remember in the evenings we used to play all these games and it's probably where my competitive streak came from. <laughs> probably. When you say that, that your nan got you a sack every year, I'm thinking, goodness me, that's not good if you've got a top job. Um, but I know what you mean. My favourite Christmas, I got the a la carte kitchen. Now, my parents, oh, yeah. The advert, the Swiss roll. And the... If you're a lady of a certain age, Lindsay, I know she's looking at me blankly here. Uh, Hayley gets me on this one. Uh, now, my parents, quite frugal. We had a set budget for Christmas. There was no frivolity, really. The tree went up on Christmas Eve, never before. Mum used to do a you know, really nice job of Christmas, but it, 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 it was kind of sort of homemade type Christmas rather than in for the big commercial thing. But when I got the a la carte kitchen, I, I was actually speechless. And for a child that couldn't stop talking as you can probably tell, uh, that was quite a feat. Wow. Not only was it the a la carte kitchen, but on the other side it was a market stall. I felt like my art. I, I, all my Christmases had literally yeah. come at once. Well, where did what changed? Where did this come from? Because you had an a la carte kitchen, yet you never cooked. <laughs> And I don't run a greengrocer's shop either, yeah. <laughs> I think it's because I got that out of my system yeah. early on. The female take on football. Uh, let's talk some festive football moments uh, to get everyone in the mood. Um, I'm going to go results game first of all, though, ladies. Um, look, you'd have to be Mystic Meg. Results are going anywhere at the moment. And in, and in a way, I've kind of set a bit of a ridiculous topic because I'm asking you to predict what's going to happen over the next three games. So we're back for the pod on the 7th of January between the 24th of December and then there's three Premier League games. Um, and I want to know how you think that top six is going to shuffle around a bit. Who particularly is going to be the Christmas cracker? Who's going to win all their games or most of them? And who is going to be the Christmas turkey uh, in that top six? Hayley, it is only traditional as it's Christmas Aww. that we come to you. Yeah, ladies first, the angel speaks. Um, well, it's really tough when you look at those who are going to have a bit of a wobble. I have a few contenders. It was between Sunderland, Watford and Leicester. I just think Watford's bubble's going to burst. Um, mm. Even though they're currently right up there in the form table at the moment, they're seventh in the league. You have Leicester, you just think, come on, can they keep this up? And we say that every game and we're like, of course, of course they can. Sunderland, I think, are going to get deeper into the mire and drop into the relegation zone. They've got City, Liverpool and Villa. However, I've decided to pick Leicester because Ooh. they start with Liverpool yeah. away. Liverpool traditionally do quite well over the Christmas period. Yeah but, yeah, but come on. I mean, this is the Liverpool who lost to Watford 3-0 at the weekend. Mm -hmm. But in the past, Leicester against Liverpool, yes, they held them to a two-all draw. I know it was Gerard who scored the two goals. One of those was a penalty and he's not in his side anymore. <laughs> but they did concede. Last year they were beaten 3-1 and 2-0 by Liverpool. And they've actually not beaten the three opposition that they go up against mm. yet. They've drawn against City and Bournemouth. I think Bournemouth are going to have a really good little Christmas period, doing really well in terms of the form table. Mm. They have a home game against Crystal Palace, so I think they'll do well off that. The momentum will carry on through. Yes, they have Arsenal, the late kickoff on Monday the 28th of December. They may lose points there, but I think that they might do something against Leicester. Again, the type of the style of play, mm. I think, will, will really suit playing, playing Leicester and try and stop Jamie Vardy 
Lombardi in his tracks. Well, Watford are one of the four teams. They've won the last four Premier League games in a row, but I've also gone for them as a bit of a Christmas turkey because with Chelsea, Tottenham and Man City coming up, I don't see where the points are going to come from. I've written tough against Watford on my little note sheet here. In terms of Christmas crackers, well, I actually disagree about Leicester. I don't think that they're going to have too much of a wobble. In fact, I think that they'll probably pick up six points from their three games. You've mentioned Liverpool, City, Bournemouth. Uh, So therefore, I think that that will keep them at the top of the table. What I do think may happen is that uh, Man City and Arsenal may swap it around a bit. But I have to say, in terms of points scored... Arsenal against Southampton, Bournemouth and Newcastle. I've gone for them. I'm breaking tradition here because it seems to be that kind of a season. I've gone for Arsenal to have the most success over this Christmas period. Lindsay? Yes, so have I, but I've got it slightly different to you because you're saying that you still think Leicester are going to be top, whereas I think Arsenal, come January the 7th, will be top of the Premier League. I think they're going to pick up all points against Southampton, Bournemouth and Newcastle. And I do think that Leicester will drop points in at least one of those games. I think yeah. perhaps two. Yeah, I think so. so uh, and also, let's not underestimate. I'm going to be at Leicester Bournemouth. That could be a high-scoring, but a high-scoring draw would be my tip now. Um, so I think they could drop points against Bournemouth on that third one. Um, my Christmas turkey is going to be Manchester United. It's it's rumoured that Louis Van Gaal has got two games to save his job. Stoke and Chelsea, add Swansea in as well. I think by the time you get to Swansea, which they could perhaps do well in, I think it will all be over by then anyway. I think he'll lose against Stoke. I think he'll lose against Chelsea and we'll get the sack. And then Mourinho will come in and we'll all live happily ever after. How about will you? And then Pep Guardiola will go to City and they'll resume that great rivalry between the two managers in the greatest city in all of Great Britain. Well, it would be great to see those two uh, in rival teams. Not only those two, how good would it be if someone like Diego Simeone goes to Chelsea? He'll never go to Chelsea. They're in talks with it. It could happen. I think as well, Guardiola goes to City, Mourinho at United. You've got Klopp at Liverpool. You'll have some of the best managers in the world. European mega force yeah in this league just to wrap up this topic um what i've said more than anything else is that the top three will break away that's leicester man city and arsenal i think by the end of this festive period you'll see those top three break away who i do expect to pick up some good points though is palace they're second in the in the form table at the moment and that can't be ignored um but with their fixtures against bournemouth swansea and chelsea i think they're going to pick up at least six points and um i think that they could be sitting higher than the sixth position that they're currently in liverpool i know that they're struggling a bit but to Sunderland, West Ham, I think that they should pick up six points and uh, make a little bit of a climb up from ninth to around seventh. Follow us on Twitter at Offside Rule Pod and like our page on Facebook. Simply type in the Offside Rule We Get It. There's only one of us. All right, well, let's get really Christmassy, ladies. We've each got three football people to buy for, but this time you've got to buy them three things. Pretty pretty unusual for a secret Santa, but then it is secret banter, offside rule pod style. So decide who you're buying for. Tell us what you're buying, and we're going to have a little guest. Lindsay Hooper, tell us um, about your first secret Santa gifts. So I've bought this person some lederhosen pants, a crate of Augustina beer... Augustina, and I've been told that by my friend who lives in this place. Okay. Um, otherwise, you can. You, if, if it's too place. tough, I'll replace it with Bex. Right, okay. And a guide to Italian restaurants in Munich. 
Oh, well, that's got to be Carlo Ancelotti. Correct. Wow. Um, can I do a funny one as well? Quickly. Because I've got four, so if I just whistle no, through this one. Yes, me. yes, yes. Because this one's quite funny. A pet rat called Diego, some hair trimmers, and the Mr. Happy Mr. Men book. Oh, is that from Mourinho? Yeah! Aww. Hayley McQueen, let's see what you've got. OK, well, 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 this young man is going to be given cuddly blanket for the bench. OK. He's going to be given tickets to go and see Star Trek because he loves Obi-Wan Kenobi. And plenty of yam porridge to keep him through the winter months whilst he's not playing football. Obi Mikel. Yes, John oh, Obi Mikel. There we go. So he is the longest serving player at Chelsea. You'd think he might go out in January somewhere and be signed by another club, but he just doesn't budge. He's not going to get, what, £80,000 a week anywhere else. Yam porridge is a traditional winter delicacy out in Nigeria. Maybe not a delicacy, but it's a staple of their diet. So there you go. Another one for you. What about, I'll give you a clue, it's, it's, it's a manager, okay? Okay. So he, he has a new notebook, he has a magic wand and a box set of TOWIE. Why am I, why am I so blank? It's the Colchester manager, Kevin oh, Keane, and they have a big Essex derby at the weekend, the bottom of League One. They've won one of their last 12 matches. They have the worst defence of any team in the top four English divisions, conceding 55 goals. I thought you were doing Premier League. Uh, no. no any no. league. No. Okay. Any league, any person, anything. Uh, as you can see, we like to keep our restrictions tight on this show. Um, so this present is for, well, in fact, I'm going to buy her a new three-pack of shelves from Ikea to hold their UEFA Cup, their two Women's Super League titles, their four Premier League titles and their eight FA Cups because they've won a bit of silverware, extra silverware this season. Katie Chapman. All right, then. <laughs> Would anyone else like to know what I'm buying her before mm-hmm. old Smarty Pants ruins it again? Uh, I'm going to buy her a Supergirl outfit because she, Mama three, brilliant, um, and a lovely bottle of wine because, as we know from Canada, not that we saw her, but she she did reference that she likes a nice glass of wine. Uh, my next one is for a Scot. So I'm going to buy him a thistle, something from back home, a pie, someone he knows pretty well makes very good pies, and a pair of devil horns to celebrate. Anyone footballing in Scotland is not achieving much at the moment down here. See, I'm thinking Red Devils, but that's that's not going to be it, is it? There is a link to the Red Devils because he's celebrating. Sir Alex Ferguson's birthday's over New Year. Don't mention Sir Alex Ferguson. I don't know, but I'm just going to say if it's devil horns, then it should be Neil Lennon. Well, on... The weekend, this manager beat Manchester United 2-1. A year ago, he was playing for Hamilton against Ross County. It's Alex Neal. What an amazing year he's had. That's why he gets a prezi. What was the devil horns? Because they beat United? Yes, yes. Lindsay? Um, So this one, and it's a bit cryptic, this, but I've got an even more cryptic one. This one is going to get... A couple of videos, or should we say DVDs nowadays? <laughs> Messi's 100 Greatest Goals. Rafael Benitez. No. Oh. Swans's Finest, The Best of Meet You. That's a couple of DVDs for you. And a bronze statue of a football trophy, if you like. A bronze statue, Swans's Finest, The Best of Meet You, and Messi's 100 Greatest Goals. Lucy Bronze? Lucy Bronze is the clue. The bronze is the clue to this person. Everyone who loves women's football right now is screaming out because this person referred to a mini Messi. Oh, Mark Sampson. He also referred to a player as being like Michu. Mm. And he had a player in his squad called Bronze. Yes. Mark Sampson. Correct. 
All right, another one from me here. This man receives a hair grooming kit, very essential, believe me, a brown envelope, because he can't be seen to buy brown envelopes at the moment, so we'll have to give him some, and a wire, because you never know who might be listening in. Does he get a set of clear plasters as well for all his <laughs> cuts and grazes? He doesn't know. Oh. Think about the hair grooming kit. He might also receive a whistle because he loves a good whistle blow. Shall I tell you who it is? Yeah. Chuck Blazer. Not known to everyone, but he's the one responsible, okay. really, for this collapse of FIFA. So he definitely deserves a present. Mm. My last one's a little bit obvious. A Garmin sat-nav. Okay. For his travels to football games, particularly up the A1 and A19. A pair of slippers to put his feet up and a heritage hamper, which includes some lovely Rioja. Are you buying that for Pep Guardiola when he takes over? Or are you buying it from Mourinho when he takes over United? No. no. But it is Mourinho. Okay. Garmin Satnav, sponsor Middlesbrough. Oh. Former shirt sponsors and Heritage Hampers as well, who were the famous shirt sponsors of the club. So I decided to get him a hamper oh. and some lovely slippers so he can just enjoy himself. And brilliant, I can't believe I was invited to watch Brighton Middlesbrough, oh, but I was what? on air until 11 and thought, oh, I'm going out in the evening, I'll be a bit tired, I won't bother going. I had tickets oh, for the director's box. Oh. I could have gone across London, headed down and potentially sat oh. next to Mourinho, gutted, oh. gutted. That was a fantastic game too. So this is my final one, girls, and it's the cryptic one. So these are my three gifts, and I think lots of people, I suppose this is a bit of a clue, will be wanting to get this, this person these gifts. Can you just tell me what you think the poshest brand of crisps are? Um, kettle chips. <laughs> I've thought kettle chips maybe, but I thought Hayley McQueen might be able to top that. Sensations. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so this player is going to get a year's supply of sensations, oh, okay. a Ferrari, and a penthouse apartment. Can I be this player? <laughs> Please. Everyone wants to be this player, I think. Um, crisps, Ferrari, penthouse. What are we thinking, Hayley? Is this Jamie Vardy? He's upgraded from walkers oh. to sensations. He is a sensation currently lighting up the leagues. He'll have a penthouse because he might be moving to London and he's going to drive a Ferrari because he's going to be so rich and he's going to get a new job. So close. Just wrong player because Vardy is nearly over the hill. There's a younger player in that team that is worth a lot more money. Mares, but it was it was Vardy's crisp, so wasn't it? Oh yeah, it was um, Vardy salted, wasn't it? Mm. But um, it's just the Walkers connection to Leicester oh. City. I went with Mares because he's younger. He's worth a lot more money, yeah. and people will be fighting for his signature. Hi, I'm Jeff Stelling, and you're listening to the Offside Rule. Three women talking about football. I'm used to listening to four old women talking about football on Saturday afternoons, so I definitely prefer this. All righty, let's move on to topic number three, naughty or nice. I'd like a couple of suggestions each, please. Who makes your naughty list for 2015 and who makes your nice list and why? Lindsay. I'm going to go quick and do double. So, uh, the Sports Personality of the Year trophy goes in my naughty list. It cut Gary's hand. Did you oh, see it? Live yes, on television. Yes, Lethal. Yes. The people that make that trophy need to take a good look at how they make it next year. Andy Murray looked really happy to win, didn't he? Oh, God. Oh, I thought he was fine. I thought he did a really good speech actually he did but you know cheer up I didn't think he should have won that's Ooh. my personal opinion do you know what it's really hard because when they're all different categories it's really hard to decide between them and team of the year as well I didn't have yeah, yeah which is weird who did you think team. should have won I thought Jess Ennis Hill mm. really yeah, I mm. anyway 
Well, never mind. I still think they did really well with the Davis Cup. Um, I'm also going to go as a quick one. Um, Andrea Johansson of a Swedish side called Norkopping, and it's for the worst dive you will ever Ooh. see of 2015. It is the worst football We need dive. to be looking that up. Yes. Mm, OK, Hayley. OK, I have a whole team on oh. the naughty list and a whole team on the nice list. Oh. West Brom. They finished 2015 yes, with the worst disciplinary record. Oh. So there you go. You'll enjoy that, Lindsay. Chris Brunt as well, missing the trip to West Ham after picking up a, another booking this season. Um, and uh, lots of Albion players. You think, oh, they just want Christmas off. Um, Claudio Jakob, who's been just one booking away from a one-match ban since collecting his fourth yellow in the win against Sunderland over a month ago. So he's been walking on eggshells. As for the team that is on the nice list, Arsenal. Oh. All the players... Uh, agree to pay or donate mm. a day's wages at Christmas for the Arsenal Foundation. They've raised £2 million so far since they started doing it three years ago, isn't it? And I've got Yaya Toure down. There's actually a list of players who've been done for driving too fast in their fancy cars. And I kind of get it because you have a car that you can drive fast and you're not allowed to drive it fast because it's against the law. But 101 miles an hour, six points, naughty, naughty Ooh. boy. I've got one of those too, Marouane Fellaini, naughty, naughty driver, banned after being caught speeding twice in the space of just a few minutes. He already had, now this doesn't make sense, get the figure I'm about to tell you, he already had 15 points on his licence. Yes, I know, you're only allowed 12 <laughs> for past offences. He escaped a ban despite the limit usually being 12 what? and then got those two speeding fines, so he's definitely on my naughty list. Gosh, we need someone in the police to clear that out for us immediately. Uh, my villain of the year um, goes... Well, actually, I'm going to give this to a club. The failure to pay staff at Bolton Wanderers just oh, before yeah. Christmas. Very, very sad moment um, for for a club who um, was in the Premier League not that long ago. Uh, they need a new owner, don't they, that club, um, very quickly too. Um, I'm also um, going to give you a nice one as well. This is a, um, I haven't done any nice ones yet. All right, Hoops, will you give us a nice one then? No, I want to do, I've still got right. another naughty. OK. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to go with my nice one. Ivory Coast, I thought this was a lovely moment for them. They won the Africa Cup of Nations in February. Um, they had to wait 23 years before winning it again, the last time they won it in 1992. Um, but check this, OK... Every time the Ivory Coast has got into the Africa Cup of Nations final, it's been a penalty shootout. There have been dozens of penalty shootouts across the finals throughout the years. Um, but the last time that they went to a final um, in 1992... It was against Ghana and it was a penalty shootout to decide this year against Ghana and a penalty shootout. So what about that for history repeating itself? Uh, up against Ghana, managed by Avram Grant. What was lovely is they did it without Didier Drogba. I know that the Tories are in there and Wilfred Bonny as well. Um, but actually the Tories didn't have a lot to do with this winning game. I thought it was a great moment for Ivory Coast and deserved after all those years of coming close. I have one more for the naughty list. I love the naughty list, don't I? Um, but Zlatan has to go on. And let's just substitute the naughty word for poo because he called France a poo country oh, and he got caught doing it. Well, you can't do that. They no, pay you the no, big bucks, Zlatan. You so you're on the naughty list. And my nice ones, OK, I won't give you four. I'll just give you a few. So for unselfishness, and so my reason for putting him on the nice list isn't your predictable reason of all the goals, Jamie Vardy, but it's for being unselfish and actually... 
when he could have carried on his record, he, he actually teed up his teammate Mares to score. And he is unselfish, as well as being a hungry striker. Um, so he's unselfish as well. Um, I'm going to put in Drogba because no matter how many times Chelsea call on him, he still goes back. <laughs> and he does his charity work. <laughs> and my final one is Darren Randolph, who's one of the West Ham goalkeepers. And that reason being, I did an interview with him. And you know what Premier League footballers are like? Mm. They're given their allocated slot and they stick for that allocated slot or try and get away early, if anything. But the goalkeepers are always really good, I find. Yeah, they're lovely. And he stayed behind. Even when the interview was long over, he heard that I was going to Miami, as did Hayley McQueen give me some good tips. So did he. Oh. And so I really thought he was lovely and really nice mm. and just genuinely interested. And he didn't feel like he was staying to chat to me just to be polite. It felt like he was genuinely keen and, mm. and it was really nice thing. So I'm going to put him on my nice list. Have you met anyone lovely in football this year, Hayley? Because you do a lot of stuff behind the scenes. If you were going to give kind of a nice award or perhaps someone who you've met who surprised you? a lot of our ex-pros who come in on, on Sky Sports and you sit and have a little chat. I mean, Ray Parle is just one of my absolute yeah, favourites. He's ace, isn't he? Yeah. Stuart Pearce is always lovely when he comes in mm. and Ray Wilkins is probably... No uh, psycho moments no. then. He's lovely. Just as long as he has his cup of tea and a cookie in the morning, he's absolutely <laughs> fine. Like a child. Yeah. I can also vouch for the fact that he loves coffee because I've been stood behind Stuart Pearce three times in the same coffee oh. queue. So there we go, people who've been surprising us. Um, that is it for this year's podcast run. But don't fear, we'll be back again in the first week of January with another edition, having worked out what on earth having seen what on earth will happen over that Premier League period. It's anyone's guess, and that's what makes it exciting. We'll also, of course, be looking further down the leagues as well and at the Women's League too as we hot up for another WSL season, a little bit into 2016. What is going on, by the way? It's Christmas. It's meant to be the season of gluttony and overindulgence, and I'm sat here. I'm absolutely Hank Marvin. And it's boiling outside. It's like 16 degrees, isn't it? It's like the summer, but it's all just gone wrong. It has gone a little bit Australian. So shall we go and get our Christmas nibble? I think we're going off for Christmas drinks now, folks. We're going to oh, spread oh, good oh. cheer Merry Christmas. all over London. We've got our gifts. We've got our little cards for each other as well. Hayley's, Hayley's got yeah. her bling on. Oh, I've got sparkly nails. Uh, Lindsay's got sparkly nails. Uh, I've got Ooh, a, a kinky leather, leather skirt. <laughs> Uh, what a beautiful picture we paint. Uh, a very Merry Christmas. Let's do an en masse one, shall we, ladies? Ready? A very Merry Christmas! From all of us here at Offside Rule Pod, thank you very much to everyone uh, who works with us behind the scenes. We must say Merry Christmas and uh, uh, best wishes for the new year to um, all of our devoted team behind the scenes who work tirelessly to make this thing happen uh, week in, week out. So um, so thank you to them. One final thing just before we go. Um, in 2016, am I going to see our trophy or certificate from the, <laughs> from the podcast awards? <laughs> it's currently sitting on a chest of drawers in my bedroom she's got her own shrine and i've not seen it yet it's the only award i've ever won you're on a shrine to yourself yes that's right uh very merry christmas from all of us guys and a, a happy, happy new year hi i'm darren goff i'm ricky the hitman hassan i'm ray parlor hi i'm Ant. hi this is dick and we just like to wish everybody out there a very merry christmas Breaking news, everyone. Stand by your beds. This is Jim White. Hi, this is Kirsty Gallagher. Hi, I'm Jeff Stelling. I'm Gary Neville. Merry Christmas to all our listeners. Sports Social Podcast Network.